Hello everyone. Welcome. And today in conversation with me is someone very controversial uh who gained popularity in the 80s as she was the secretary to Osho who was known as Bhagwan in America. She built an entire city in the state of Oregon and was into a lot of controversies which which gained her popularity. Today she lives in Switzerland and she's been running a care center for people who who cannot live their life by themselves she's providing care and dignity to these individuals her name is ma anand sheela hello sheela hello virat how are you i'm good how are you doing you look beautiful thank you it means a lot to me coming from a young man like you i'm doing well tell me how are you doing uh, in switzerland uh, in this uh, in this pandemic and you have so many other people there how is everyone everyone is well doing excellent uh, we have certain governments regulation that we follow so sheila uh, i'll start with my first question uh, i call you sheila i call you sheeli i call you i have so many names but there was a name given to you long back in the 80s by bhagwan by osho by rajneesh and that was ma anand sheela so there what does anand mean to you what does happiness mean to you being in love and you were and you are right will you please elaborate a bit about what you just said being in love that passion of love that was the prominence of my young age uh sometimes people make comments saying that you were beautiful no i was not beautiful it was the passion of love that i felt was beautiful you know that is one reason why i connect with you uh because you gave everything at an age when you were young people do a lot of things when they grow up when they grow old but at that point of time when you're so young i i believe you were 21 when you joined him officially um I think that is amazing to to have that kind of clarity in your mind that you want to do something willingly with in your senses at that young age so that is commendable and that is one reason that I think a lot of young young people they connect with you and they they follow you that is one big reason well i was uh, in i was connected to myself to my love to my passion I to my heart and that was my blessing you also wrote a book sheila and one of your very famous books is uh, don't kill him which is about osho that you wrote which is also can be seen as an autobiography that you wrote would you tell the people about the book what what is the book all about that book uh, don't kill him is the book of my journey from uh, how i felt when i first met him at the age of 16 and thereafter how i worked for him how i became his secretary it is a journey my journey with bhagwan and few short incidences of a life that i remember of my youth and my uh, young age before bhagwan after you met him You met yes. him very early in life. You met him at sixteen. Right. 
was it then i mean you just fell in love when you were 16 i must tell but i didn't know what it was that i felt i was able to decipher that feeling when i met him second time when i was 21 crystal clear what i felt that's what i i really appreciate and i i i i really think that you had clarity about everything that you did which is which is something uh, not very usual in the uh, young generation today so shila um so bhagwan has been a very 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 important and integral part of your life um but but there was there was a time when when you left him uh is it is it that that even today do you do you have to think about him or his memories just come as a flashback or do you remember him every day what how how does it work what is the scenario can you please tell me he's part and parcel of my life it is not that i have to think of it i breathe him in and breathe out nor am i addicted to him presence is woven in my being and his teachings are very much part of my everyday life that's beautiful you you how much time did you spend with him i spent uh, 14 years with him that's amazing yeah. 14 years you dedicated to to him and i i don't think you left him in those 14 14 years even for a while because that's what i saw in the docu and the series that till the time you were there with him he was protected he was as if you were his shield i was and the world knows it too the world doesn't want to accept it is okay but that was the reality and you have seen how his deterioration has happened after i have left yes his, his misfortune but as long as i live i know he's living in me that's a beautiful thing that you said shila you built an entire city i mean i think of it i don't call it a city because when you see that video where uh, they show you the place that you bought and how you built that it was not a city it was a world it was a world of its own it was uh, so well planned whatever we saw it was done so beautifully so you just created all of it in how much time for years for a half years it was not me who created it it was our love for man collectively we had created it i had the honor and the burden of responsibility i had the full trust of bhagwan with me because of it it was possible for me to undertake a mad venture like that and such mess only comes out of love absolutely true shila uh do you have any any memory of of that beautiful place that you created what is the most beautiful memory that you have from there i'm sure you have a lot of beautiful ones but the most beautiful one most beautiful memory that i have when i first time brought bhagwan 
to the ranch. When he arrived at the ranch, and I could say to Bhagwan, we have a home. To see the smile on face and uh, putting his hand on my head, it was a moment of life. That's beautiful, Sheila, the way you expressed it and explained it. Um, I also want to ask you that, that we, all, um, we all tend to change over the time. We all change as we grow. So is there any difference that you see in yourself? Uh, you know, Sheila when she was 21 and Sheila when she's 71. What is the difference that you see in yourself over these years? And which, which Sheila would you love? The one who is young, 21-year-old, or the one who's 71-year-old? Sheila then and Sheila now. Both. 71 okay. I cannot be 71 without 21-year-old Sheila. Correct. And without being 71, I could not have understood Bhagwan the way I understand him now and the way I feel now. And what is the difference that you see in yourself over these years? There was a extreme passion, the fire of passion I have seen, felt, and now the cool rays of moon, but still the same passion is there. But cool. And it is wonderful to be cool. Sheila, you were telling me that you were madly in love with him. And in his love, you did so much. You did so much uh, that you didn't see anything. You just created what he wished. You just gave him what he wanted. What was that that, that made you fall in love with him? What was the quality that, that was, I mean, what all qualities? Because I don't know a bit about it. I was, I was not even born when he was dead. So only you can tell me and so many other people as to how and what did you see in him? I saw my whole, whole world in him. And I cannot say this thing was the reason I fell in love or because of this. I looked into his eyes and it was wonderful to drown myself in it. I cannot give you one point or not. One perspective doesn't exist. Sheila, what I really respect you for is uh, that you have never shied away from giving answers and answers of every question that has been asked. Uh, I personally believe that if, if someone repeatedly asked me one question, I would just say, no, I'm done with it. You cannot ask me this question again and again and again. I've given an answer once, I'll not give it again. But you have been giving an answer for almost 35, 40 years now. And people have been asking you the same question for years and years and years. How do you feel when these questions about relationships, about the crimes, about different things, it, it comes to you? How does it make you feel? To people, and I try to play with my own self. When I feel a person who is asking me a question, I try to find new words to say the same story over and over again. So it's a game I play with myself and make more entertaining for me. Yes, let's talk about 
the beautiful initiative that you took many many years ago and you started this beautiful home to provide care and dignity to so many people who cannot take care of themselves why why did this idea come to your mind sheila why did you want to do this i was out of prison i had to get started somewhere i was missing my parents immensely because they were in india and i was in switzerland and i could not travel during that time because of my legal situation i would uh, take a walk through the city i would see old people and i would see my parents in them and just then it happened i came across a newspaper thing where it was possible to take few uh, seniors or handicapped people in your own home and uh, take care of them i got lucky but it was wonderful idea then immediately i rented me a home a house and i took for the patient in it and that's how it began i had no idea of how to care for old people except i knew how to take care of community a big community of young people you know and but as i went along i taught myself so it was very rewarding for me to do that work it also kept my brains active and it kept my body active so i mean if you see really you've never lived alone you always liked living with with communities with more people uh, yeah. i remember of an instance from the series where uh, you came when you left the ashram you came to germany i think you were a swiss citizen even then and according to the swiss law you would have been safe in switzerland why did you not go to switzerland at that point of time and and be in a safer situation than being in germany where you know you could be picked at any point of time well i was being asked by daily journalists who were visiting me go back to switzerland and you are safe you won't be extradited i said why should i go back what do i have to be afraid of if i have done something wrong i will go back but i done nothing wrong i was stupid i was naive but that was my reality then okay so i wanted to ask you as to how do you feel about the three and a half years i believe that you that you spent in the jail and what were the learnings from there what all did you learn from those those places you know being in a place where you have nothing but the walls the dark walls most important thing i learned the value of time we all talk about time 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 we have time here we don't have time there and we are occupied with stress because of time and suddenly you come in a prison you have only time and you count your every minute and every second every day of time people use time to snub people or to show their disrespect 
you give somebody a time and let them wait for hour to hour. So you look important. No, I don't do that. So it was a big lesson. And then I learned patience. To wait out 39 months uh, confinement, you require immense patience. And this patience, I use it for my patient. That's great. I wanted to know, Sheila, from you that um, the, the criminal charges on you were, were a lot of them. There were a lot of criminal charges. But why just 39 months? Why, uh, why just 39 months and you came out of the jail? What was that that, I mean, a lot of people say that Sheila has had a contract with the American government. Uh, there, there are so many rumors, but would you tell us that why did they leave you in 39 months? They had only hearsay evidence, but they had a political agenda to destroy Sheila and Bhagwan. There is a legal possibility of plea bargain. So you don't go to the trial, and I could not go to trial because I was the spinner in public eye. There was press and media had turned me into a sinner. There was no possibility of trial. Nobody would give honest verdict on me. So only possibility was plea bargain. And through plea bargain, government saves the money from going through trial. I had no money, so government would have to pay my trial lawyers also. And it was a bargain. And I agreed four and a half years of imprisonment, not 20 years for every count what the media writes about it. This government felt that the charges that were given with the type of evidence I have served too much prison time. Okay. So it was a plea bargain of four and a half years. And when you take the good time and uh, the calculation that the government makes, it was 39 months. Okay. That's great, Sheila. Now, being there at the ashram for four, not at the ashram, but with Osho for 14 years. I really find it difficult to believe that you've never meditated or you don't believe in spirit, uh, spirituality. So why is that and how? I mean, how did you not try meditation at all? I mean, I'm sure that someone believes in it, someone does not believe in it, but how did you never try? Because I thought that being there uh, for so many years with a man, who talks about spirituality and meditation. How did you not try it? It's simple. Be in love and you will find out. <laughs> <laughs> so you were so obsessed with him that you didn't want to do meditation? No, he never was upset. He said, you don't need to do, you just work. Now, if Bhagwan is sitting, why would I close my eyes? That's a bad deal, you know? I understand. I want to drink him, you know? He's, I want to jump into his beautiful eyes. So I used to close my eyes and I kept looking at him. And that was enough for me. So you don't believe in meditation? No. And what would you like to tell those who do believe in it? 
Well, they have to find out for themselves what is their cup of tea. I cannot make their cup of tea. They have to make it themselves. Fair enough. A lot of people say that you ran away from the ashram, but uh, very little people who've read your book, they know the reality where they see the letter that you wrote three days prior leaving. Would you like to tell something about that as well? I couldn't, I had a conflict in me. My love that was my strength was being taken as my weakness. Mm. But one felt I would never leave him, the love I felt for him. And uh, I could not resolve the conflict of the work Bhagwan had assigned to me. What I was experiencing around him, what was happening with drug use. I could not compromise that. So then after long fighting with myself, I decided to walk away and I wrote Bhagwan a letter because this whole thing had affected me. I had a severe bronchitis at that time, and I would not go visit Bhagwan with my bronchitis to uh, infect him. And I wrote him a letter, and his answer was, you need not go away. You go for a while to Yarrow and raise money for me. But that was not what I wanted to do either. Okay. And then I left. Next. That's what I say that you had clarity in your mind about everything that you wanted to do, right. uh, which is great. You know, whenever I talk to you, it seems to uh, me as if everything is so simple. You make it sound so simple, and and that is what I love about you. That's right. good. Uh, before I end this session, Sheila, I would like to ask you if you have any favorite book or if there's something that you're reading these days? I'm not a vivacious reader anymore. My reading is more technical for the work-related situation, but I recommend each and every book of Bhagwan, not from the start to the end, somewhere from the middle. And you did. You will be helped his wonderful work. Did that give you inspiration to write the book or you had the urge to write the book on your own when you wrote, wrote your biography? No, it was my father who was the inspiration to write the book. Um, my father said, Shelly, you have to speak. You have to speak of your experience. There are not many people who have the same experience as you do. And you must write something. It will help coming generation. Young people will be inspired by you. And I'm glad I listened to my father. I didn't want my father to die with this desire that Shelly has to write something. So I wrote it a year, two years before he died. Very beautiful. You also wrote uh, letters which are now in the form of a book to your daughter that you gifted me the last time you came. So what was that about? If you could briefly talk about that as well. My daughter was getting married. I, mean, I don't have materials to offer her as a 
Indian mother uh, jewelry or houses to give um, her as a gift for marriage. And I said, I will write my treasure and my treasure what I have learned in my life's experience. It's a roadmap to her. And I wrote in a very simple way these few words to guide her in many different situations. And that was her wedding present. That was a beautiful present. Thank you. Sheila, you have you have learned a lot of good things from your father. Your father was uh, with Gandhi and your father was a freedom fighter. Would you tell me just three things very briefly because I know your father has given you so much that you you cannot even tell and talk about it in few minutes or for a few days. So very briefly, if you could tell me three things that you've learned from your father that people can benefit from. Be yourself. Don't be afraid. Even when you are unsure of yourself, go and take the adventure. Take the courage. Don't break the trust you have in people. Well, thank you so much. That was really beautiful. Also, <laughs> Sheila, would you like to sing a song before you How go? About if I dance? Well, that's okay. <laughs> I mean, this is this is your boyfriend asking you, not an interviewer. <laughs> now I can be a little casual. I I need to ask you. You need to entertain me. Do something for me. I'm in lo I'm locked down for last 45 days. I worn my kurta for the first time in 45 days to meet you. Now you have to do one of these two things or both the things together. <laughs> Sing or dance. How about? My laughter is the singing, okay? <laughs> <laughs> not enough. Not enough. This is, this is uh, not a request. Now I can say this is a demand. Oh, 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 that hurts. <laughs> what can I say? I'm waiting. Just one of the favorite songs. You had so many actors and visitors. I'm, I'm sure you must be friends with so many actors, visitors. No. They must be visiting you in those days, no. even now. No, you, you no. I was too busy with uh, working. I didn't have any visitors. Only actors that I know is Hanna and Vijayanand and Mahesh Bhatt. He's a director, yes. Uh, also, you were a celebrity then, you were a celebrity now. Though I know you will say, no, no, you are not. But you were, you are. And I'm sure you rub shoulders with so many celebrities or other people. I mean, I'm sure you have some song of their movie or so many people that you meet, no? I listen to music when I'm working on uh, in my desk, yeah? On my desk or when I was writing, then I listen to music. But I go at random on YouTube and listen to it. I can do garba spontaneously. <laughs> oh, there, there is only two minutes remaining, so let me sing that song and finish this. Okay. Well, Anj Janiye ki zid na karo Anj Janiye ki zid na karo 
यूं ही पहलू में बैठे रहो यूं ही पहलू में बैठे रहो आज जाने की जिद ना करो आज जाने की जिद ना करो बट यू हैव टू गो यू आर नॉट डूइंग एनी जिद बट यू हैव टू गो एंड थैंक यू सो मच शीला फॉर बींग हियर एंड थैंक यू फॉर फॉर ज्वाइनिंग अस थैंक यू अनुराग एंड रिमेन माय बॉयफ्रेंड फॉर एवर आई विल बी ओके बाय bye